Welcome to World Footprints Radio, the show where we celebrate responsible travel, culture, and heritage. Featuring your hosts, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. Now, World Footprints Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on World Footprints Radio. It's a great day to travel and leave positive footprints, especially to the place where we're going. We're your host, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, and we certainly are going to take you to a very special place in our heart. And this is a a place that not too many people really travel to, but is growing as as an emerging tourist destination. That place is Colombia, and as World Footprints travels today, we'll take you on a journey through Colombia, from the megacity of Bogota to deep in the Amazon. This show will unbind Colombia in a way sure to surprise. First, Juan Arias of Pro-Export Colombia takes us on a personal journey of the people and places that make Colombia special. Then it's off to the Gold Museum to learn about the legend of El Dorado with Camilla Rhodes. Then we step into Colombia's indigenous communities to learn about art and culture with the help of Carlos Rodriguez and Catalina Vargas of Tropenbos International Colombia. This month's Smithsonian Folklife Festival in Washington, D.C. will feature the culture of Colombia's indigenous communities, and Carlos will help us preview that. Also, architect Simone Hosey will share how he's designing new communities in Colombia with a sensitivity to preserving local culture and influences. Finally, Elvis Cueva Marquez of Colombia Amazon Expeditions takes us on a journey deep inside the Amazon. We welcome your comments at any time about anything we're doing. Email us at comments at worldfootprints.com. And of course, you can always connect with us during the week on our social networks and sign up for our newsletter from our website, worldfootprints.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the sounds and the history of one of our favorite new countries, Colombia. From the ocean to the sea, to the big cities, to villages, to the Amazon jungle, Colombia is the world's most biodiverse country. Now Colombia wants to share its secrets with the entire world. Juan Arbaez, the vice president of tourism for Pro-Export Colombia, the country's tourism organization, sat down with Tanya in Bogota to share how Colombia is moving forward by opening its doors to the world. Well, I'm sitting here with Juan Arbelais, uh, Vice President of Tourism for uh, Colombia. Juan, you know, as, as we've been talk- discussing, the um, Colombia is going to be the country focus for the Smithsonian Folklife Festival this year. Uh, and it's not necessarily a country that when people think of tourism, they automatically think of Colombia. But you have a lot of very interesting initiatives going on. Talk about some of your tourism initiatives and, and your hopes uh, for bringing tourists to, uh, to Colombia. Okay, the, the, the perception and the reality of the country has really changed a lot in the past uh, eight years with the, uh, the government of President, President Uribe. It has been a challenge. That's why our uh, main uh, campaign says uh, the only risk is that you want to stay. <laughs> we basically, uh, our focus in the campaign was going straight to the point with the, with the tourist, telling him, come, try us, like a blind, blind date. Just come and see us once, and you'll see. You'll never uh, want to go back. That's the, that's the way we thought of, of the campaign, and it, it has been very successful. Actually, I had a um, an event two weeks ago in uh, in Florida, and uh, 
most of the questions were about the campaign and people have really taken the campaign seriously and people when come they come once they want to come back uh, we have visitors repeating Cartagena for example for many many times even uh, a lot of uh, old houses and the in uh, the old part of uh, Cartagena they've been bought by Europeans, Americans, and Cubans, and people from all, all over the world, because they want to stay. And you find a lot of uh, tourists that stayed in Colombia and stayed uh, in uh, Cartagena, in Barranquilla, in the islands of San Andres as well. And it's uh, something that it's really happening. Um, I think Colombia has uh, a variety of destinations and uh, climates, and it's a uh, very, very bio diversified country you can find the Amazon which is the jungle, you can find the Andean country which is very green and very Andean very, even, we have even, even snow in the mountains and if you go to the Pacific coast you'll see a normal Pacific ocean we have the Caribbean coast which could be anywhere in the Caribbean you can find exactly the same as what you find in the Caribbean then you find things in, a, in one country you find things that you won't be able to find in several countries together. Well, in fact, you know, we were talking earlier, and there's um, a lot of cultural diversity in Colombia. You have uh, the African influence, you have uh, Asian influence uh, in, in different uh, areas. I mean, Cartagena is very, very different from, say, Bogota, where we are right now. Yeah, even now, we're, um, the way people from Cartagena speaks, it's completely different to people from Bogota or Medellín or Cali or other parts of the country. Uh, we have different types of cultures, different types of accent in, the, in our language, and uh, the way they live is completely different. The kind of food they, they, they eat is different in every part of the country. Then uh, you will find that unique country in, in, uh, in a very small country compared to the U.S. or Canada. Where is your biggest target market right now? Are you um, reaching out or, or uh, initiating um, new efforts to gain more tourism from the U.S.? Or are there particular countries that you, you're looking for more tourists from? Definitely the U.S. It's the most important market. Uh, with the cruise ships, we are bringing like, uh, close to 35% of, uh, of, of the tourists coming to Colombia. Uh, cruise ships one thing uh, was something that uh, President uh, Uribe focused, and he uh, was very successful because we have uh, at least uh, uh, close to 400 stops of um, uh, ships coming into Cartagena for this uh, season. The season it's from May through October, and for next year it's increasing, and every year it's uh, starting to increase year over year. Um, the U.S. has uh, a very interesting uh, mix of uh, tourism uh, because conventions are very well uh, known in Cartagena as well for for the U.S. We have uh, over two million two million Colombians in uh, in the U.S. and they come back to the country not just uh, visiting friends and family but they come as well as uh, tourists. Then uh, definitely the U.S. it's our number one market. One of the things that really uh, has surprised me uh, being here is the amount of effort uh, Colombia seems to to be undertaking uh, in terms of sustainability. Uh, there are a lot of sustainable initiatives. Uh, you know 
the environment is, is a huge focus. How long have you been engaged in that? And, and is part of the um, that effort, are economics part of that effort? Is, do you see that as drawing more U.S. tourists to uh, Colombia because of the, your sustainable developments? Definitely. Uh, uh, both governments, the previous government with President Uribe and the new government with uh, President Santos, they are very, very focused on, on the ecotourism. And we want to keep our country clean. We want to keep our trees up. And definitely that's a very important part. We even have restrictions in every single airport about operations. Uh, later on at night, uh, we have restrictions on the way we handle uh, the, the garbage and now. And uh, rivers are being uh, cleaned and kept in, uh, in a very well manner. Then uh, that's one of the main uh, issues of uh, growing as well. Ecotourism, it's a very important part. I don't know if you know that there's more type of uh, butterflies and birds in Colombia than anywhere in the world. That's one of the reasons we were really concerned about it. And one of the regions that have the most diversified uh, uh, butterflies and birds is the coffee-growing area, what, which what, what, uh, we call the Triangle of Coffee. Uh, that part of the country is absolutely beautiful. I mean, uh, you should take a, a video back on, from that part of the country. We Actually, we have a, a web page for that region of the country. When you go on vacation as a local, what are some of your favorite spots? I go to um, the Triangle region. I go to the northern part of uh, the Caribbean coast, Santa Marta and La Guajira. Santa Marta is one of the most unique cities in the world because you have the Caribbean coast, you have the uh, Sierra Nevada, and you can see almost from the beach, you can see the snow up in the mountains. Then it's uh, a beautiful region. We have a park called Parque Tairona, and uh, it's, uh, that park has uh, five uh, wild beach sites, and we have even an Indian tribe living in, the, in that park. And also we have a city called Lost City, Ciudad Perdida, up in Santa Marta, in the uh, Sierra Nevada. And uh, it's something that it was found uh, maybe 60, 70 years ago. It's an old city built uh, by the Indians of that part of the country. Colombia tourism is growing, though it's not yet one of the country's top industries. But as Juan explains, the goal is to make it one of the top five sectors of the Colombian economy. Right now it's not in the top uh, eight, but we want it to be in the top five. Of course, we'll, st we'll still have to work a lot on the roads, on the airports, on the structure of the, you know, in infrastructure of the country. What is your major industry right now? Uh, flowers, coffee, oil, minerals in general, textiles. In the northern part of uh, Colombia, in Barranquilla, which is a port, uh, we have 220 companies that export uh, different products from everything I mentioned before. We export to Iran, we export to Singapore, we have exports, of course. U.S. is our number one partner. <laughs> but it's a very diversified country. In technology, we're starting to export technology services. A lot of new uh, call centers are being opened in Colombia as well because of the accent and the quality of the Spanish of, the, of Colombia. Then uh, U.S. companies are starting to hire uh, local uh, call centers in Colombia. Yeah. 
You know, with the uh, increase in tourism, um, I, I have a couple of questions. One related to the indigenous cultures uh, and and maintaining their their traditions and, and not. Uh, I mean, sometimes when you ha- when you have too much tourism, um, that can endanger the the preservation of a cultural heritage. What what is Colombia doing uh, in preparation for an increase in in tourism, particularly from Americans uh, who may want to visit some of these in, uh, indigenous communities? Uh, nobody can move into those uh, communities. Nobody can build around or close in the in the areas where the communities are. Those communities and the land of the communities are very well kept away from tourism and even uh, Colombians that want to move or live or build in, the, in those part of the country. And, and what about development? I know uh, even in Bogota right now there's, uh, there's more resorts going up, um, five-star, I, I believe, properties. Um, how are you monitoring the sustainable development of these resorts to make sure that uh, the, um, they respect the integrity of uh, your current natural resources? Rules in every single city of the country are very strict about building. Uh, there's restrictions on altitude of the buildings. There's restrictions on, on the way they're built, how much space they live between uh, one building to another one. Uh, parks are, and trees are very well kept now. As you know, no, notice in Bogota, Bogota it's a very green city, even though we have over 8 million people. But uh, green is very important to be, be kept. Uh, and uh, they, there's requirements to have parks or green areas in every single building. To the listener who's out there right now, maybe on the fence about traveling to Colombia, what would you tell them to encourage them to come to Colombia? Why should they travel to the country? Well, uh, as we say, the only risk that you want to, you want to say. Uh, it's like a blind date, uh, like I was explaining you. When once you come once and you see it, you don't want to leave. <laughs> Juan, thank you so much for uh, for hosting us, uh, for your hospitality, and and I can definitely attest to uh, my interest in staying a little bit longer than I will. Thank you. Please uh, let everyone know that uh, we're coming here and we're ready to to have everyone from the U.S. come and visit us and have a great time in Colombia. The Gold Museum in Bogota is a national treasure of gold artifacts and other objects of Colombia's indigenous cultures. On our visit there, we took a mystical journey to El Dorado, a mystical place of gold and wealth, but most importantly, to the Musica, a group of indigenous people who live there. The ceremony of El Dorado explains how shamans of the Musica people made offerings to their gods as they transformed into birds, as my good friend Camila Rhodes explains. Here we have the bird shaman in flight for the indigenous tribes after consuming hallucinogen, the shamans, the spiritual leaders, became birds. The, the shamans attire, masks, and uh, different objects that produce sounds uh, to uh, recreate the ceremonies. The, the purpose of consuming hallucinogen was to communicate with spirits. Spirits were the owners of animals. So for the indigenous tribes to be able to hunt uh, and capture those animals, they required the permission of the gods. Here, again, the birds as icons uh, for the shamans and the shamans' assistants 
were the animals. For example, birds used to carry their messages, uh, fish would eat their diseases, so every animal played an important role in these ceremonies. Now I'm going to explain you El Dorado legend. For the Spaniards, El Dorado legend was this uh, mythical country with a lot of wealth and gold. But actually, El Dorado, it's a ceremony. This is a raft. This is the most important piece in the museum that represents El Dorado ceremony. This raft was found very close to Bogotá in a town called Pasca in the department of Cundinamarca. What this uh, raft represents is the ceremony when uh, someone in the tribe was going to become the chief. Basically, what they did was to keep this person isolated for that nine years that represents the time that you spent in your mother's womb, nine years. After this period, they would take this person, cover him in a, a, a sticky substance a, such as a turpentine, then cover him with gold dust, take him a, to the center of the lagoon on this raft, and then make several offerings to the water. Then this person would jump into the water and came up as the new cacique. This is El Dorado legend. The origin of this ceremony it's called, is known as the legend of Guatavit. Uh, the Sipa was the chief of the indigenous tribes. Uh, when Nemekene was the chief, his wife cheated on him with a warrior. He threw her away and in her regret, she went to the bottom of the lagoon where she drowned. The cacique, the chief, uh, felt really bad about this and thought she had become a snake and a spirit that lived in the bottom of that lagoon. That's when the indigenous tribes began, began to perform this ceremony. According to Musicum mythology, the Great Lagoon near Bogota Guatavita contained a ring of gold, which enticed explorers and conquistadors, such as Gonzalo Imanes de Quesada, the founder of Bogota, as Camila and the story continue. Here, lagoons were sacred places for the indigenous tribes. This is Iguaque, near Villa de Leyva, where you were yesterday. This is where Bachue, the goddess, came from to populate the world. This is uh, Guatavita Lagoon, this is very close to Bogotá, according to Muisca mythology, this is the center of the universe. When the Spaniards first came, this lagoon was discovered by the brother, the, the brother of the uh, of the brother of Gonzalo Jiménez de Quesada, the founder of Bogotá. When the Spaniards arrived, they made different attempts to drain the lagoon using explosives. Uh, they managed to decrease the level about 25 meters and they discovered a ring of gold items around the lake. Mm -hmm. They say that they extracted approximately 28 barrels of pure gold from this lagoon. And it's very sad because the indigenous tribes <coughs> still go there to make their payments and their offerings to the water because they think the lagoon is wounded. This opening that you see here is, was made by, by the Spaniards to drain the lagoon. Now, Guatavita, it's a protected park uh, by a corporation in Colombia called Corporación Autónoma Regional. It's a natural park and it has been uh, recovered. As we head to the break, let's experience the ceremony of El Dorado 
as a musica might have performed it centuries ago. Usually, the ceremony was performed really early in the morning. After the break, we'll learn more about Colombia's indigenous people and their way of life. And how the indigenous people manage the forest, conserve the forest, and use the forest for making cultural material. And cultural material means the relationship between nature and society. And introduce you to an architect whose indigenous-influenced designs are helping to preserve the culture. What I try in working with communities is to help them to understand progress from their own perspective, with their own materials, like revalidating their culture. Next on World Footprints Radio. As we head to the break, let's learn about the Colombian flag. Three colors in the Colombian flag, yellow, blue, and red, each one of them represents something. Yellow represents our wealth, our natural resources, Blue represents our two oceans, the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean. Colombia is the only South American country with access to both of, of these oceans. And the red color represents the blood spilled by our independence heroes. Join award-winning World Footprints Radio, a leader in socially conscious travel, for inspiring, entertaining, and educational shows. Meet well-known guests like Bobby Kennedy Jr., actress Stephanie Powers, and director Ken Burns, along with other celebrities, newsmakers, and industry professionals who celebrate responsible travel, culture, and heritage, and support public diplomacy initiatives. Travel with us to unique places around the world and join us on our efforts to raise awareness about environmental, conservation, and human rights issues and learn what you can do to leave positive footprints one step at a time. Also visit our interactive and informative website at worldfootprints.com. 
Consider NationwideMall.com, America's online shopping mall for your shopping needs. There's a huge selection of stores to shop, and more stores are added weekly. Recent surveys show that more and more shoppers are looking in stores and then buying online. Shop NationwideMall.com from the comfort of your living room. Have an online store? NationwideMall.com is always looking to add more stores to complement the needs of our shoppers. That's NationwideMall.com, America's online shopping mall. Hey, this is Amy. I'm from Manitoba. Woo, Manitoba. I love listening to Wolf Footprints Radio. It rocks my thoughts. And now, more of World Footprints Radio with your hosts, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. Welcome back. I'm Tanya Fitzpatrick. The preservation and sustainability of indigenous culture and communities is part and parcel of Columbia's plans to use tourism as a way to provide a way of life for the indigenous people. One global NGO, Tropenbos International, is working to educate the world about the plight of the indigenous people in Colombia and the rainforest. And on our trip to Colombia, we met Carlos Rodriguez, the Colombian director of Tropenbos and Catalina Vargas, communications officer for the organization. Here, Carlos tells us how Tropenbos is using grants to build capacity for tourism in indigenous communities. We have a, a nice mechanism of local grants. We have scholarships for students, academic level. But you have, we have also grants for local people because the knowledge is in the local people, not really in the academic world. For that reason, we promote the traditional knowledge, we recognize the traditional knowledge, and this is the way to present to the outsiders. One way the indigenous communities present themselves to the world is through art, which Tropenbos supports, as Catalina explains. So this is a work done by Harim, and it's also like the idea of a, of a, of a landscape and the animals according to the time of the year. Tropenbos highlights how communities remain cohesive as they work together, as Carlos demonstrates. The annual cycle, uh, but uh, near the Maloc. The Maloc? The Maloc is the roundhouse, the, the, the community mm-hmm. roundhouse. And what happened with all the fruits uh, and the culture cultivars of cultivations around the, the roundhouse. To spread the story of Colombia's indigenous communities to the rest of the world, some members of Colombia's communities are traveling to Washington, D.C. to be part of the Smithsonian Folklife Festival later this month, where they'll serve as cultural ambassadors. As Carlos explains, you've shown us a lot of wonderful works today. How do you select the works that are going to appear in the Smithsonian Folklife Festival? The, the idea is to to show the knowledge and the culture behind the artifacts, behind the handicrafts, because we say handicrafts, but there are not so so isolated for, from the context. The context is the knowledge about the forest, the products of the forest, the relationships, the ecological relationships between the, all the elements of the, of the ecosystems, and how the indigenous people manage 
the forest, conserve the forest and use the forest for making cultural material. And cultural material means the relationship be between nature and society. And that, that's the idea to show in, in at Smithsonian how the indigenous communities have knowledge, have the great domain of all the things in the forest, and how, on, how can they produce artifacts so beautiful as the, as the handicrafts present in the Smithsonian of in the Folklife Festival. And so the works of uh, art aren't necessarily going to be sent um, with an additional purpose of helping to financially support the artists. None of these will be for, for sale. They're just for educational purposes. Yes. The, the idea is the local people have knowledge. The Amazon forest is not an empty forest. <laughs> they are populated or well, inhabited by indigenous communities that have a very sophisticated knowledge of nature. And, the, and we recognize the local knowledge, the traditional knowledge, and we support traditional knowledge. In what way? In the beginning of our program, we support more scholarships and, local, and grants for academic students, university level. But at the end, we, we see, oh, the knowledge is not in the academic world. It's also in the local communities. And then we support local communities. First of all, we recognize the knowledge, and we support the knowledge to uh, grants, uh, to local grants for uh, local people. And, and you can see here, Almost everyone is an artist. Uh, almost everyone is a is a a person that have a good domain of the of the forest, and for that reason, we support traditional knowledge in order to to have a platform for the dialogue of knowledge between local knowledge and academic knowledge. And so, uh, would you say another purpose is to help preserve uh, cultural heritage? Obviously, obviously, because the cosmovision of the local indigenous communities are very close related to nature, and the idea is to conserve and to use the nature for all, for always. And 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 we have many lessons to learn from the local communities, and the idea is to present. How can we conserve the forest, using the forest, but how to conserve if we take into account the local communities? Sustainable architecture and design is another example of how Colombia is working to protect its indigenous communities. And some of these designs will be on display at the Smithsonian Folklife Festival thanks to Colombian architect Simon Hosey, who explains how he creates designs based on local logic. Today I like I have uh, projects with the government that are interested in theoretical and practical ways of of working with communities and develop community projects like based in their own logic. So that's what I do. What you see all around is I'm an, I, I, I'm a real 
like weird architect because I I don't uh, see the profession like in a traditional way um, and that's because Colombia is so diverse it has so many points of view and perspectives of living of, of living it that they all depend of their nature and and geographical point of view mm-hmm. but in in a global world world there is all this uh, like global sense of homogeneity I, I, homogeneity I, I don't know the world mm-hmm. so there are many problems with it, with the, the the people try to like introduce foreign logics like other logics in in their habitats and we are like re- reproducing the same model with the same materials and and i think that's a waste because really the uh, sustainable and uh, uh, logic is it's not all only based on uh, like the ecological point of view just from recycling and and to make a building that is that it's uh, to mice like uh, yes yeah like a lead uh, thing but it's also in a cultural sense to understand that we have to begin to live like not consuming so much and and understanding our own logics and at that point of view if you see Uh, Colombian uh, settlements and and populations, they are really in in, in a self sense uh, of understanding their place. They the traditions they are very near to this kind of thoughts thoughts. So um, what I try in working with communities is to help them to understand progress from their own perspective with their own materials, like revalidating their culture. Simon's community-based work in Colombia draws on the plentiful and sustainable resources of Colombia, such as bamboo, which brings local communities into the design and construction process in a sustainable and ingenious way, as he explains. I work in Colombia with, with popular materials, and one of these popular materials is um, bamboo. Mm. Uh, specifically uh, guado. So I, I, I researched and began to work with guado because I work with an indigenous culture in El Cauca that used this material and I developed a library, a library that they wanted uh, in, in guado for them and since then, well, well, it became very like recognized because um, they gave me the national prize of architecture for this work, and and after that, I had other works with 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 bamboo. So I did like this structure. It it it's, it has to respond to technical and and demands for being you know for being built in 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 the mall uh, but i wanted to show like diversity and like like a disorder uh, disorder like a little disorder that it's not like a disorder but uh, and once i studied the form then i make the big panels 
and you are going to see in, in, in photos uh, the work with these people in Ciudad Bolivar, the, the ones from the magazine and others painting this and, and writing each one uh, what he wanted to write and what he would write in, his, in, his, in the front of his house. So, um, the other structure we're going to see today is the structure meant to cover the participants under the trees. Mm -hmm. uh, and this structure, this other structure has another meaning. Uh, and I'm going to, to show this, this later. I don't know if you have questions about it. The idea is to, to show a structure that it's made from bamboo, but it's it's with technological and um, in in iron in yes iron the um, connections are wow. in, in iron, okay. and then there's a contradiction like like very so, but it's more very contemporary. It's to show that we with our own materials can be modern and contemporary too, and I think this is the way to show our traditional people and common people that this materials and always we have this focus on local logic and forming design not only sustains communities but is key to Colombia's future Simon says rethinking and reinventing our populations and 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 settlements all around Colombia it's like really a very important sense for the future so in the cities, it, it's normal that we tend to a global uh, logic. Mm -hmm. uh, so this don't apply uh, to the normal urban, des uh, urban design. But in our own cities, in our own cities, you see that mm, we have settlements. The 50% is uh, made by self-construction of people from migrations. So we find also logics in the city that have their own perspective, uh, their own sense, their own logic. And this is one of the, this project is, is in one of the biggest popular settlements uh, from self-built houses. So I try to introduce a, a project that it's based on, the, on, on their logic, in their paintings, in, in their benches, you know, all around Colombia, in the houses, you find, once you are out from city, you begin to see all these beautiful houses with their benches, like their outside houses. And this is like, at, I've, I've, I found out that one of the values in Colombia, because this is the understanding, an urban and understanding of of understanding the the common spaces yes. from the inside because when you put a bench you are like saying everyone hey you can sit on my yes. bench this is not my bench yes. so if you go to Colombia and you sit in this in this campesino house then you are not uh, taken out or the alarms sounds yes. or they call the police or this is like an open space for mm -hmm. for for the others, so we have lost this this point of tradition of of, of understanding us and of of being uh, generous with others. This is 
very much because of the violence and so. So all these things, they are really simple, you yeah, like a bench, but I try to introduce them to give them a new value, and I do this uh, with uh, artistic language. Up next, it's off to the southern part of Colombia as we visit Leticia as we take you deep inside the Amazon. Yeah, for me it's very important to try to create functions with the people here, with the tourists visiting us, it's very important to conserve the Amazon is very huge, but huge in an, another form. You you try to to see hiding that the big desert. Probably the future of the Amazon is the Sahara Desert in in the north in Africa. Next on World Footprints Radio. As we had to break, let's learn about Bogota. Bogota was founded in 1538. Those that are. Uh, it's representing uh, the 12 houses that Bogota, that Bogota begin, began with. You see that inside the arch there are 12 uh, like rectangles. Those represent the 12 houses that Bogota began with. World Footprints Radio is an award-winning broadcast and leader in socially conscious travel. Hosts Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick bring you entertaining and informative interviews with well-known celebrities, newsmakers, authors and industry professionals. From environmental leaders like Bobby Kennedy Jr. and David Rockefeller Jr. to conservationists like actress Stephanie Powers and director Ken Burns. Tune in to hear travel journalism at its best. Visit unique places from around the world and stop by the worldfootprints.com website for comprehensive travel information including special daily travel deals. For the latest and last minute travel deals, visit the worldfootprints.com travel portal to find exclusive non-published sales on travel. Our dynamic travel deals page updates daily with the latest sales from our partners. You can't find these deals anywhere else, and we've seen sales for $9 per night for hotels and $49 airline tickets. So stop by worldfootprints.com to see where you can go for less. Also, make sure you visit the Travel Marketplace for sales on travel essentials and services. Hi, my name is Elaine, and I'm from California, and I like World Footprints Radio. You're listening to World Footprints Radio, awarded as the best travel audio podcast by the North American Travel Journalists Association. Here's Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. Welcome back. I'm Tanya Fitzpatrick. By many measures, Colombia is the most diverse country in the world. And the Amazon, part rainforest, part jungle, is one reason why. In Colombia, you can be hundreds of miles from the ocean, yet travel to an inland river and find yourself surrounded by pink-nosed dolphins. It's truly amazing. We traveled to Leticia, to the south, to explore the Amazonas National Natural Park with Elvis Guevara Marque, my new best friend of Colombia Amazon Expeditions, to experience this national treasure. I'm here sitting on the Amazon with my new friend, Elvis Cuero Marquez. And uh, Elvis, tell, can you tell us where in the Amazon we are right now? Yeah, um, I, I, I were in Ecuadorians. Um, I was born in Leticia, my father from Peru, the mountains, uh, my mother from community, she belonged to the community Indian Ticona, but uh, I was born in Colombia. The typical name is Bracopio, remember when I, I told you? It, it, yeah, for, the, for that reason is the name Bracopio, Brazil, Colombia, and Peru. 
Um, my passion is the the life of the Amazon um, uh, Amazon River, um, the contact with the communities Indians. Uh, I have the the feeling for my for my mother. For that reason, I respect. Uh, I have the contact with the community Indians, not alone narrow around the Leticia, the capital of the Amazon in department in Colombia. But uh, in any occasion, I I organize the expedition very inside in the jungle, stay in contact with them. I, I, I am practice the ceremony or I stay with the anthropology, scientific, biologists. I try to help them for try the contacts, for interchange the knowledge of the community, but always with respect with them. They accept us, I visit them. Um, I, I live in Leticia. Leticia is the capital of the Amazon in Colombia, in the south. Um, Leticia stay below to the equatorial line, four degrees is um, the latitude south. It converts three, three, uh, three countries, Colombia, Brazil, and Peru. But the, but the connection is the Amazon River with Peru, and with Brazil is, is by terrestrial border. For that reason, for me, it's, 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 it's so good. Uh, I try to, to, to give the contact with the community. It's very important, this place, this is strategic for visiting different culture. It's the same in Leticia. The people is the miss the different rate, and the dialects, the idioms, many. For that reason, in my compromise to try no, no, no understand or learn all the, the dialects. It's very complicated, but I, I, I understand a little Ticona for my mother. Uh, we Toto is the Bue dialect of them. Um, Portuguese for for border with Brazil and Spanish and a little English. And you know, there's a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot of the Amazon since we've been here. Only one one in in one half days, and it's humongous. It's very difficult when you don't visit to understand how large, how vast yeah. this area is. And there's, the area obviously gets a lot of attention because of the environment. Talk a little bit about the current health of the Amazon. Yeah, for me it's very important to try to create conscience uh, with the people here, with the tourists when visiting us. It's very important to conserve. The Amazon is very huge, but huge... In an, another form, you, you try to, to see hiding the, the big desert. Probably the future of the Amazon is the Sahara desert in, in the north in Africa. For that reason, the compromise. F- uh, for example, the recycling in the Amazon is very complicated for, for the people. They don't have the custom for recycling different products. They don't understand um, the, the different material or plastic or bottle. They, they don't have what time during this material for discompose. They don't understand. It's coming the cost of the people when, when eating any food, any food or fruit, they after throw the seed, they, they understand after try another plant. But they thinking about the same, the, any produce, uh, when, when made in or covered with plastic. The people don't understand probably thinking about the, the bottle of, of, of Coke. Uh, after trying many bottles, it, it's not a joke. Probably is the costume. The, pe- the people thinking about is possible. For that reason, it's a compromise with the different industry or company. 
try to visit a different community in the Amazon, the people don't understand what is the process for, uh, for this product. For that reason, uh, it's very important. In any occasion, you, you meet in the, in the bottle on the plastic uh, any spe specification of, of the product. But in any occasion, the people don't, don't understand or don't read. You understand, don't write. For that reason, it's necessary the contact with them directly. For that reason, is another form for try to help the Amazon rear, to try to conserve the water. It's very complicated, but this is the process. For, for that reason, in my work, I try uh, to try to give a little help for the community and the nature is my compromise. We were just talking about a, a story about life on the Amazon. Can you give us an example of what life on the Amazon is like for the people who live here, the indigenous communities? Yeah, I, I have different experience with the community. Uh, probably the society in another country is the same in Colombia. They don't know, probably know the Amazon for the book, for TV, for documental, but, but don't know the contact directly of the real life here. But when you stay in contact with the community, you discover exists another form for the life, for understand of the philosophy of the life. But when you stay with them, you you thinking about it's not terrible, the, the jungle. For example, the mosquito disturb, disturb you. But the mosquito is is the is the small insect, but is a protection of the Amazon. For that reason, it is different study the, of the scientific, but it's not full the information. It's a little. Why is the reason the the mosquito when disturb you? You don't think of, thinking about of the information. Good, it's a little. You understand for that reason. No exist mosquito. Many many building many buildings. In the Amazon, in the future, for that reason, the reduced population is for the mosquito. You, you understand? Mm -hmm. But what about um, the everyday work life? How do people? What What do people do? Uh, what is their their skill, their craft? Uh, are most people fishermen or? Yeah, the people here living uh, need the the different products of the the jungle of the river. In any occasion, they practice fishing, uh, cultivate different products, uh, organic products, not without chemicals. It's very important to understand. Probably you have this in, in this day when when you take the lunch, the, 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 the fruits, the sensation, the taste is very different. And it exists the interchanging different products with a different community. Any community. For example, uh, they have the culture for, for fishing, but another try have the experience with cultivate different fruit. It, it's, it's very important you understand, exists nowadays, they still changing, but with the product, not with the money. Mm -hmm. But the people when, when living there or around to Leticia is different, need the money. In any occasion, the communities don't have the knowledge of the medicine plants and need the hospital in Leticia, but they don't have the gasoline for go in, in by boat from the community to the town. For that reason, they have many problems. For that reason, it's necessary the money. For that reason, they sell any products uh, in the river bank or in your village or in the, in the town, in Leticia. For example, the, the big fish, remember, Pilaruku fish is a good detate, it's common. Exists in any, uh, in any occasion, is, is forbidden to, to, uh, to catch in this fish for the production. But uh, the community Indian understand. 
they 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 use when the jungle the nature uh, offer for them um, the the business here is fish uh, is is agriculture in any occasion is cattle but cattle is for the colonos or the, for the farmer but it's not a solution for the amazon mm -hmm. the solution for the amazon is the ecotourism don't destroy is the industry but without the smoke for that reason I, I, I recommend for the people the government the Amazon or in the Amazon basin it's very important to try to maintain this new new business the ecotourism but the community is fishing and cultivate different products when you took us on a tour of our resort this morning you talked about uh, some of the traditions how uh, the rituals some they have changed from where we are but they remain in the higher ground in the mountains in the Amazon with tourism with a lot of tourism how important is it to uh, preserve cultural traditions, cultural heritage, and and is that why perhaps some of the traditions are changing from he here to... Yeah, when I, I visit a different community with the tourists, it's my compromise. I try to, to, to teach the tourists the life here is very different, it's another culture, it's very important to respect. When I visit them, uh, the tourists try to, to do similar to me. When I speak with them, uh, probably the tourists don't understand the dialect. Uh, I, I, I translate any, any word. But when I stay with them, uh, I speak with the tourists. Uh, it's very important to respect the community. Um, in any occasion, the, the, the tourists tell me any, any, any word, anything, for try to help the community, for try to organize. The people nowadays will contact with the town. The attitude for the remember for the garbage and other form, mm -hmm. they they don't understand. But I think um, the people from the community Indian is very very eco ecologic. Mm -hmm. the, the people for nature they 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 know. But uh, nowadays it's changed the life. Um, but when I visited with the, with the tourists, I don't like it, the big group, yes. the small group. Uh, if I respect them. But probably I know the, the boss of the community, but I left the tourists with me in the past or near to the river band. But I'm looking for the boss. I speak with them. Uh, I have a friend of the tourists. Uh, they like it to stay with, with you. Is possible? Is possible or not possible? They permit me and the groups. I entrance for probably I know for many time, but not depend on me. Depend of them. Mm -hmm. They say they propose for these methods for work in ecotourism. It's okay, but they don't like you or they continue your normal life. I respect, the, I respect them. What is one thing you want any tourist, even me, yeah. to, to understand and to appreciate about the Amazon? Yeah. When, when I stay the, 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 with the tourists, probably I understand you now, uh, I, I try to get... Uh, my knowledge, my moment, my experience, try to show the tourists. Um, for for short time, for two nights and three days, I try in in the maximum, try to give the information, I try to show different uh, animal, insects, depending on them, the reaction. Not all the tourists uh, like it at the same uh, activity. Uh, 
uh, exists the, the tourists don't like it to touch them, the animals. They, they don't like it. It's okay in, uh, far try to see the animals. Don't, don't like it to stay in contact directly. Exist the people like it to visit here if for realize with the contact with the nature, but don't like it to walk inside in the jungle. But exists another tourist like it, um, the student is coming, the student from Europe, they like it to sleep in outdoor, inside in the jungle by hammock and mosquito net. The spring is different, but not all the tourists like it, this activity. For that reason, it is never uh, new currents um, or, or which of the tourists for visiting this, this, this place. But it's necessary my psychology understand fast what is the intention of the tourists, uh, what, what thing they're looking for. If, what do you want the tourists to understand? What's important for you to to teach to the tourists? Yeah, depend when the, when the tourists uh, pay attention, stay, continue asking me. I, I, I get the information. When the, when, but when the tourist is slow or, or receive the information in another form, I understand it's okay. I necessarily I left the tourists for relaxed, for rest. But depend the moment, the energy is the harmony or the equilibrium. It's the same when I walk in the jungle, um, I feel the tourists of my moment. Probably I, I feel exists any any danger, anything in this past. I try to go back or I continued. In a, in any uh, occasion, I feel the jungle enchanting me and the tourists. It's a good a good fusion. But when I, I, I understand is is not possible, probably it's not for me, it's for the tourists. I understand, I, I don't try to to continue or try to, to use another form for try to, to convince you of the tourists, it's okay for walk in this place. No, I go back, it's sufficient, it's no more. If for the respect, I, I feel the sensation of the jungle. For the reason when I explained before, I use different. I, I stay or participate in different ceremony. I use different plants. It's not for for play. It's for try to know the real reason of the life in the in the jungle. For that reason, always I I, I, I told them the tourists when you stay in the inside in the jungle, it's very important you feel exist the owner of the jungle. I it's, it's normal for me. I try to say the spirit of the jungle. The, the, the tree, the frog, the different animal have, have the spirit. Probably the people don't understand, but they feel it's the same as the grandfather is coming when tell you any history or myths of the community. Always they, they said the monkey, for example, is, is the friend, is the brother. Is, I think it's real. For that reason, the scientific uh, using the laboratory, the monkey for different business from the uh, rainforest. The reaction of the monkey is the same the humans. But a little chromosomes is similar of the humans. We hope you enjoyed our Columbia show today and our good friends there, and we really look forward to seeing you perhaps on the Smithsonian Mall to explore the treasures that Columbia has to offer. And certainly we look forward to seeing you back here again very soon. And as always, you can connect with us during the week on our social networks, Facebook and Twitter. And also sign up for our newsletter from worldfootprints.com. We're Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, and we'll see you again very soon. And until then, we wish you blue skies and purposeful travel that leaves positive footprints one step at a time. Hi, guys. My name is Sandy Best, the Sandy Best from Lake Louise. 
Where's Lake Louise? It's in Alberta. Alberta's in Canada. Banff National Park. Natural beauty. The only place you should go with is World Footprints Radio. Because they spend their time looking at those special places that are not tourist traps. There are not thousands of people. For the best on the planet, go with World Footprints Radio. World Footprints Radio is a presentation of Travel and On Media Productions, LLC. All rights reserved.